This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. And by the way, before I forget to mention, I'm wearing my Bafana Bafana jersey tonight. I was also wearing it on Friday. I forgot to mention it. So I am fully in, fully in behind Bafana against France. Even though the coach thinks we'll lose, but hey, it's the hope that kills you, isn't it? So we will hope. Anyway, let's uh, welcome now on the line Squilly Kumeda, Sport Boardroom founder and a former player, of course, with Amazulu, just to get his views. And he also wrote a piece in the City Press uh, this past weekend, which we read, but we've called him to just get his views on the PSL, finally allowing fans inside the stadium, even though it will start next week. Um, good evening, Mr. Kumeda. Thank you very much for joining us on SAFM again. Uh, good evening, Brother uh, Tabiso. Uh, it's good to be here. Uh, thank you and good evening to the listeners as well. Thank you, sir. Firstly, do you still follow your former club, Amazul? I, I am. I, I do. I do. Okay. I'm a bit heartbroken about what happened recently. I, I, I must say, I am heartbroken about that. But, you know, sometimes when you're outside, you, you don't get to see what what happens inside. So, we, we have to trust the, uh, the, the the leaders that they've made the right call. So that was that was going to be my question exactly. So what breaks your heart about what happened here, about the departure of Benny McCarthy? Because I, because I think that I think that uh, given everything that has happened, he probably deserved a bit more time uh, to to see the project through. I think I think that when you look at his results, uh, you know, getting six points. In, 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 in the Cup Champions League uh, on the first attempt and, and taking the team to where he, he took it. And this year, he, you know, he, even though, you know, they are at the top eight, but they've only lost four matches. And only Sundowns have, have, have lost fewer matches. So so they, they're not that far off. I mean, they're for mm-hmm. a lot of draw. So I just think that, I, I think that based on of his performance, he probably deserves a bit, a bit more time. But I mean, there's probably a lot more that goes on in these things than, than we realize. So. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of people will agree with you. They reckon that Coach Benny overachieved and maybe he's a victim of his success and that the club's decision was emotional. Mm-hmm. But the president believes that they are a top-four club. Do you agree? Do they have the resources to be a top-four club? Well, they, 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 they have. They, they, they did get a top-four last year. So, so I, I did think that his initial view of top-four was probably a bit unfounded. But he, he managed to get to four. I, I think that on the basis of the squad that they have today, they probably are, are not a guaranteed top four. They, they could push, and I think last year they probably did overachieve. I think they'll probably need to, to, to invest a bit more in, in talent to be to be a more certain top four. And, and, and right now, I don't know that that squad is currently top four material. Okay, loud and clear, Squilly Kumede, um, giving his views on Amazuli's former club, of course. Let me just give you some scores quickly before we talk to, about why we invited him here. Ghana have scored against Nigeria in Abuja. So, oh, looks boy. like Thomas Party has scored there. So, they're leading that tie 1-0. Now, remember, this is the second leg. It was 0-0 in the first leg. So, after 13 minutes, Ghana leading 1-0. Senegal also leading 1-0 against Egypt. Egypt was leading 1-0 from the first leg. Senegal in Dakar at home. Um, Fatih with the goal. Isn't he the one that plays for Al-Akhli, Velile, the defender at Al-Akhli there? Fatih with an own goal. Hamdi Fatih for Egypt with an own goal against the Senegal. What? So Senegal they, they, one, one thing you're not saying, which is significant, you're yeah. not saying that unlike in the European Champions League, the away goals here do count, right? Yes. So Ghana is yes. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. That's why we invited you here, Squilly Kumede. So uh, Ghana leading 1-0. 
going through at the moment, and it's 1-1 between Senegal and uh, Egypt in Dakar. Okay, back to why we called you. We were talking about the Zungus earlier on, uh, Amazulu, but the Zungus have not had fans in the stadiums since they took over the club. Now, with the announcement today that the stadiums will open next weekend for clubs, Mr. for fans, Mr. Skulikumede, do you think most clubs will be disappointed that they're not opening this week? Should we have opened this week? I think so. I, I, I think, I think, I think such um, is the, the 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 importance and the pressure on the club that we all knew that the government would, would go on to a fifty percent thing long before it was even announced. So 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 the fact that the league has taken the decision a week later and and for decision for another week later, for me has is letting the clubs down and and letting the fans down and and in, in a sense letting the game itself down because. Every week that goes by, you're just destroying the venue. So, so yeah, I, I, it's disappointing. It's something that they should have literally met in the middle of the night to, to finalize so that it's done as quickly as possible. And, and in this case, it, it wasn't. Yes, and, and on that note, because the league, the, they claim that the matches are categorized and therefore it's too late to change the categorization of games this week and in midweek. I mean, what were they doing last week then when the government made the announcement? Surely they should have started no, to get no, the ball no, rolling no, last week. That is, that, that, that is, no, no, sometimes we just buy way too much uh, um, fog that is being sold to us. I mean, mm. honestly... How long does it take to categorize matches? And what is the categorization? How, you know, honestly, guys, no, no. The, the reality is that if the league wanted to do this this weekend, they would have done so. The league has had the chance to prepare for this. And if you think about it, having not had fans for nearly a year and a half, or a season and a half, uh, probably, probably slightly more, you, you would have thought that at the first opportunity to do so, they would. And, and the fact that they haven't. And, and the league, I think, generally has always seen, or at least some of some, some officials see the, the fans as being a, an unnecessary nuisance and that cost them too much money. It cost them 200000 to open the stadium. We hear that all the time. So yeah. I think on, on many levels, uh, our, our league doesn't, doesn't necessarily see the value of, of the fan, which is disturbing. And what is the value of the fan, according to you? Well, it, it, it's the value of the fan is, is the beginning and the end of the, the sport. So remember that at the end of the day, it is the fan that buys the, the ticket to the, go to the match. It's the fan that buys the jersey. It's the fan that buys the soccer boat. It's the fan that, that the broadcaster is looking to reach with the content. It's the fan that the consumer, I mean, the sponsor is, is looking to, to, to reach when the sponsor. So so the fan is everything. It's 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 if if there are no fans, there is no broadcaster because then we're gonna broadcast too. If there's no fan, there is no sponsor because if if the sport has no fans, then no 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 sponsor want to be involved with it. So if there's no fan, you don't sell replica. If there's no fan, you don't uh, sell tickets. So the fan is everything. It is. Yes, and. And and on that note, the PSL said opening for two thousand fans last year was not suitable for their business model. Do you agree with that? No, I don't. Because I, I don't. Because the reality of the situation is that is that more than half of the PSL teams don't get two thousand fans mm. on average. Mm. M- 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 meaning that you know 
this 50% thing for the PSR at the moment is way above the current averages. So, so an average PSR match is 6,500 people uh, on average. Uh, but a lot of teams actually have far fewer fans than that. So, so the, 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 the league has had an opportunity to have opened much, much earlier than they, they, than they have. Of course, for, for bigger games and, and when, when color Chiefs is in town or, or it's a derby, then the numbers are much bigger. But there's only one Chiefs that delivers the, the numbers. Uh, and, and, and so, so, honestly, for a lot of the matches, they would have been able to, to cope with this and they can manage their, their course uh, in line with the number of friends that they have. But I just think that it, 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 it's, it's always been in line with, with, I think, a league that has never really truly appreciated the, the, the importance of the same in its uh, ecosystem. Okay. On that note, Marlwande here has sent us a message saying that I wanted to watch Kaiser Chiefs in Kabecha Bafundini, but it is not <laughs> happening. Why is it not happening? And that's what people don't understand, why the league has taken uh, so long to open. So so what does it talk to Skuli Kumede then? What does it say about the PSL? They don't value fans or does it talk to the leadership and just uh, what seems to be an old school way of doing things? Well, I, I, the, the action speaks louder. Let's take rugby. What did rugby do as soon as the announcement was made? They were selling tickets the next day. <laughs> exactly. And cricket. You know, so, 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 so honestly, uh, we, we can speak as much as we want, but look around the other sports and see what they've done. Um, and, and they've quickly... They've quickly jumped onto... The, 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 the fans as quickly as there's an opportunity to do so. So, uh, yeah, I mean, people should just judge, judge for themselves. I mean, I, uh, you know, the, the, the numbers and the actions are there for all of us to see. Yes, and, the, and, and I mean, the rugby, the cricket have gone in a marketing overdrive. So today the Bulls are selling tickets at just 25 rand now for, for their matches because of this 50% capacity. They've even made it clear that beer is also being sold. Cricket, I was at uh, Supersport Park last week. The day after um, the capacity yeah. was increased, they were already selling tickets. They had times, they had yeah. gates where they were selling tickets. So yeah. they, they, they were ready. But let's hear some of the listeners what they're saying. Your voice notes are welcome on 061 4104 Hi, good evening, Tabiso. Uh, this is Franz from Polokwane. Uh, I'm just happy because as spectators, we are returning back I mean, to the stadium. Uh, we were waiting for, 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 for that uh, confirmation from Mr. Corsa uh, this afternoon. So finally, at least he said the right thing. And uh, just a reminder, Tabiso, uh, this weekend, Sundowns is playing a uh, uh, game at FNB Stadium. And there's only 15,000 spectators that are allowed. All those 15,000 tickets are free. And um, uh, Sundown supporters must go to their branches and go and collect those free tickets. But they must go there and produce their vaccine certificate that is accompanied uh, by their ID copy to verify if uh, it really belongs to them. Because that's what is going to happen when you enter the stadium as well uh, when we play this weekend. So uh, we, as Sundowns, fortunate enough, we are not going to wait till next week. This weekend we are going in. I'm taking my partner and my son to the stadium because we are all vaccinated and then we are going to watch the best team in Africa. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. 
Tabiso, we've got Rudolf here, all the way from Fanvex, Pan Village in Bakimek. Look, Tabiso, we are so very much grateful for the PSL as it has officially announced that fans would be able to be back in the stadiums. And we really can't just wait because it's been quite long without chanting and waving for our team and players when they are on the pitch of play. So we are so very much excited and we say thank you to the state president, Dada Cyril Ramaphosa, for announcing that the fans can be back in the stadiums. Thank you very much, Tabiso. You've got Rudolf Maguelo here in Van Vexpan Village. Evening, dear member Tulane from Holland. I think uh, football is moving in its own pace. They don't want to improve anything. They're just moving in their own pace. When you propose something, they'll take it. Five years down the line, maybe they can do it. If we can take the thing of Compet Cup, I think it was proposed 2012 to say let's try and select the squad for ourselves but now they introduce it now in 2022 10 years gap we are moving in our own pace that's what i can say with the south african football no rush thanks you see all courses once mentioned in the show i think that was msw that uh, fans are not making money in the stadium protesting is the one that is making money so he according to him he's gonna prefer that let soccer be played and then be watched on tv and then now in south africa we are not uh fill up we are not good in filling up stadiums we are not stadium people even if you can open the stadium you say 100 percent it's still gonna be the same we will not go gonna go there we'll only go to selective games so at the end of the day the psl knew that when they are holding the stadium closed it's working at their advantage because even if they open it we're not going there and they are losing money so i don't see any way the reason to say 50 percent. they must just open it and let us go there Okay, thanks for, for, for those voice notes. Mr. Skulikumere, it's been almost it's been two years since fans were allowed in the stadiums. From from your expertise, how has this impacted the game or the clubs or even just the supporters? Um <clears throat> I, I I think I think it's 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 damaged the game uh, commercially. I think um I think the, the league's attitude to, to the fans has also been unhelpful. Um I, I was I was doing some analysis of the of the last five derbies, which is always the barometer of of the health of of, of the game, and and the the, the last three derbies have had the the lowest um, uh, audiences recorded uh, since we started checking these numbers. Mm. Um, so 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 effectively, um, with with the fans not being the stadium. The broadcast uh, numbers have also suffered. Now, if you understand how important broadcast is to the life of the game, at six or seventy percent of, of the revenue, then then you you have to understand how how. Oh, we've just lost him there. I think Network has failed us there. We'll try and get him back on the line for the next uh, two minutes there. But it gives us a chance to give you some score updates from Africa's World Cup qualifiers. And Nigeria have equalized. 
They have equalized. They got a penalty at home. So it's 1-1 in that tie between Nigeria and Ghana in Abuja. It was goalless in the first leg. Still 1-0 to Senegal up against Egypt in Dakar. So it is 1-1 now at the moment. And we've got Squilly Kumere. Sorry about that, Squilly. We just got cut off there when you were telling us about how the numbers have... The, the, the numbers of the derby and the broadcast numbers are telling you. Yeah, so 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 effectively, um, what seems to have happened is that as the fans have not been in the in the match, but they also haven't been watching on TV, which which is which is quite mm. uh, frightening because TV is such an important contributor to revenue of the league, and 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 if if people are not watching on TV and they're not going to the stadium, then then the game is facing some serious uh, headwinds. Sure, and people find other interests. Eh? I saw. Uh, ah, my... Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I saw you know, my... you, you, you yeah. give them an opportunity to, to, to pick something else, they, they take it, they, never, they may never come back. I saw a number of football fans at the cricket last week when it was opened. A whole lot of them were suddenly watching cricket now. And and, yeah. and, and then um, also what came out today is that the fans have to be vaccinated, obviously, or produce a negative test. But the checks will be done visually instead of virtually. What do you make of that? Because I know other sporting codes are using virtual checks. You just you download your certificate and all of that. I, 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 I don't know why that's the case because it, it, it is not the, uh, uh, it is not the government rule. I don't know why why the league would then would then um, want to have this done physically because again it just feels like another way of making things very difficult for the fans. Uh, and, and so 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 and and as, as a policy, I also just think that the government. Uh, is, is treating the football fans differently. Like I said in my in our opinion piece, mm. you can that as, as, as fans are consumers of, of sport content and, and entertainment, and they are the only ones who are being singled out to produce a a, a, a negative uh, um, PCR test or a, a vaccination certificate when other other consumers are not required to do so. So it's just you know again uh, it's something that uh, for me. Should be, should be, we should be fighting hard against that because why, why are they doing that to, to football fans and no other, no other consumer? Yeah, and then finally, with the state of national state of disaster said to be, it could be lifted um, in the middle of the month. Does it mean the fifty percent could fall away then, if it if if it is lifted? Correct. I mean, well, I mean, the, the reality is that the, the, the government has always been doing uh, this. Uh, you know, a state of disaster a month at a time. So they may well continue for another month and, and, and until until they real and then they, they are satisfied that perhaps we would pass the danger. We are obviously approaching the winter season, which is a, a scary one as well. So uh, it, it may be there for a while, I think. Yeah, and just finally, this is the last one. How can these clubs now maximize on the opening of stadiums, even if it's next week? How can they benefit? Because we spoke to Marispec United last week, and they were ready to open. They wanted to do flyers and posters, but said that they don't make the decisions themselves. They have to wait for the exco. If if I was a club owner today, I, I would I would be getting ready. I would be marketing. I would be marketing all my games and what times they're playing, and I would, I would open the stadiums and get the fans to come in for free. And, ah. and rather make money by selling them, uh, 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 you know, uh, beverages and food and mm. t-shirts and scarves and things like that. Get people used to to the game again and fill up the stadium. Then I can charge them again. But honestly, just do whatever you can 
to fill up the stadium and, and, and to enticing people to come to come through. That's what I would do if I was a football a club owner. Okay, loud and clear. And we had Sundowns offering 15,000 fans for free as that voice note came. So it's going to be interesting if Sundowns have 15,000 fans at FNB and then there are no fans for the league matches. But thanks, Mr. Skulikumede, <laughs> for speaking to us. We appreciate your insight. Thanks, brother. Thank you, Skuliku Mede, founder of Spot Bodroom. Also, do follow him on social media. Get the City Press also. He does write opinion pieces in the City Press. He had another one um, this past weekend. What was it titled again? It was, But it was, like like he was saying, it was about the, oh, the economic value of sport is ignored. And he was talking about the money behind the game.